All right. We're recording now. Mm-hmm. So. It's usually what happens when you say, all right. Yep. But I wanted to make sure you weren't confused about maybe I was saying it about something else. Oh, all right. I'm actually really nice. So, just something to think about. <laughs> um, you hear that, everyone? I am. I'm super duper nice, even mm-hmm. though I almost got canceled a couple of weeks ago. But that's fine. Um, yeah, so the thing we're doing this week is, uh, inspired by a basketball podcast I listened to, which was in turn inspired by, I think, like a ringer podcast Mm -hmm. about, uh, just presenting the other person with two options Mm -hmm. and saying, which do you, which of these things do you think is more likely to happen? Yes. That's it. Mm -hmm. Cause, uh, I haven't seen college hockey in two weeks, so I can't. (laughs) Uh, I can't speak to recent events, and so instead, we're going to go a little forward-looking. Yes, and this is a good time to do that, because basically everyone except the WCHA is And BU. Is done I'm going for... to that game on Friday night, baby. <laughs> is done for a little while, um, so it's a good time to begin the process of looking forward. We'll be doing more of this over the next week or so, most likely. Um, but yeah, so we're going to break it down east and west as we typically do. Yeah, look at a handful of scenarios, a handful plus one, in fact. Um, is a handful automatically five? You know, I, that's one of those things where it's like, what's several? Yeah. For me, f- several is five to seven. Yeah, I think that's fair. To me, it's more than five, so yeah. I don't know, because, because five is a handful. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, uh, but once you get into eight, I feel like that's no longer several. <laughs> that's a bunch to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, a few is three or four, a couple's obviously two. <laughs> oh, that's one moment. <laughs> what does he say, Principal Skinner? That's exactly one moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was a kid, I asked my dad what a moment meant, because I saw that, and I was like, well. Yeah? I didn't get it, because no, I was yeah, seven. You're, you're a dumb guy. I was, yes. Very sir. stupid. You were 17. <laughs> I cut you off. You were 17 years old. You didn't know. Um, no, but, yeah, so... I don't know. You want to just hit me with your first one? I do. And, Great. Um, so the thing I want to start with, um, mostly because they're two of the more fascinating teams in the country, if, from my money anyway. Um, so currently, the Big Ten, yeah, which doesn't have ten teams, um, Ohio State and, was, uh, and Wisconsin are currently tied for first place yeah. in the Big Ten. They both have 16 points. Um Notre Dame is just behind them with 15 and three, but then Michigan and Penn state two teams that, well, one team that we were both super high on to start the year in Penn state, one team that we, I was high on, I was potentially high on was Michigan. They are currently in fourth and sixth place respectively. Right. And, and so the, the real quick, two things to say here, mm-hmm. Wisconsin technically has the same number of points as Ohio state, but mm-hmm. Uh, two extra games played, same with Michigan. Yes. So that's why, like, Michigan has 12 points and Penn State has 11. Yeah. Is because they're uh, – Michigan uh, has a f- one fewer win but three more ties. Right. So – Despite playing very good for the last, like, three weekends, mm-hmm. Michigan's been, you know, not winning. They're losing games. Yes, which is bad. Um, and in in the way that I don't automatically assume is going to get better. Yeah. Right, because it's been goalies. But anyway, so the question is, if Michigan or Penn State is going to win the Big Ten, which is more likely? Hmm. 
Well, I mean, the easy answer is Penn State, right? Like, not only because they're just playing at a higher points per game pace mm-hmm. than than Michigan. Yes. Um, but also just because like there is more proof of concept that the like the way this team plays hockey is gonna work out for them. Um, in the long run. I guess mm-hmm. the issue is that, you know, Peyton Jones uh sucks and we know that we do about him. Whereas we don't necessarily know that the Michigan goalies suck for sure. Right. And also, like, the Michigan goalies really figured it out in the second half last year. They did. Or, or the whole team, really. But, yes. Um, and the whole team is playing as though they have it figured out now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're doing a yeah, lot Yeah, no, they're, really they're, well. the, the team is playing well, and, and so is Penn State. And in both cases, it seems like. Penn State has 90 goals. No, I know. Yeah. Like, 90. Yeah. And so, here's the real problem, Joe. They have 90 goals. They, they've scored 38 goals in eight conference games. Right. They've allowed 37. Right. Right? Like, Penn State kind of has the opposite problem where they've allowed 32 goals in 10 conference games, which isn't a good number, mm-hmm. but they've only scored 28. Right. Right? So I think the answer here is Penn State just because I think, like you said, they have 90 fucking goals. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Michigan's Mar- played the same number of games as them overall and has – 37 and Michigan has a good offense yeah (laughs) no so like I I just think you know I at this point have they both dug themselves pretty big holes uh it's about a game and a half for both of them yeah I well I I I do think that Mm -hmm. um just because like again it's the same thing in the NHL where it's like yeah it's only a game and a half but like for a game and a half to go fucking sideways is really difficult, yeah. and especially with so many between teams between them and first. Right. Um, so, like, I definitely think Penn State has a better chance. I you're talking this, about the regular season to regular. win the regular season. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that your question? No, I was clarifying that more for the folks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you were asking me regular season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I de- I definitely think Penn State. I don't think it's even a particularly close. Yeah. Difference. Um, but I also don't think they're particularly likely to do it. Yeah. Um, I keep wanting and waiting and hoping that we start to see Michigan's goalies just really play well. Um, neither of them has just been particularly good. We've, we, this, this past weekend, once again, they hosted Minnesota, a team they should be able to beat and they didn't get a win. Yeah. Um, but again, and this wasn't even an instance necessarily of the goaltending playing bad. They didn't allow a lot of goals on this particular weekend. Um, but I, I do think the answer is Penn State. But to me, it just more highlights this, the weird situation Michigan's put themselves in because they have played so well. I mean, they haven't won a game. Michigan has not won a game since November 16th when they beat Penn State. Um, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> one of those things where, like, you know, as a person who uh, – watches the NHL a lot. There's a lot of teams that have gone on really weird streaks this mm-hmm. year that are not indicative of anything. Right. Um Buffalo had a 10 game winning streak. They've lost 5 in a row immediately after. Yeah. Um the Oilers are like 7-2 and 1 since Hitchcock came aboard. Um I was talking about uh, the Cincinnati Reds had two winning streaks of 9 games plus this year and they 
finish last in their division. Yeah. Like, comfortably so. Yeah. So, like, that shit happens. But yeah. in college hockey, it doesn't happen as much. No, and... Yeah. and, and but, but... Because six games is an eternity. Yeah, so. and, and the... But the, the thing is, also it isn't, right? Like... To that, to the point about the Sabers, right? Like if Michigan rips off six in a row, starting, you know, mm-hmm. coming out of break or whatever, anybody gonna be surprised by that? Yes. But you know what <laughs> I mean. Like, would would it be less or more surprising than them losing six in a row? Way less. They haven't lost for the record, but well, um, or okay, not mm-hmm. winning. It'd certainly be more surprising. It would. I'm trying to phrase this properly. It would be more surprising than them going winless. It would yeah. be less surprising than them straight up losing six in a row. Right. You know, because, um, you know, they haven't and they won't. Um, but I do think they're two more confounding teams because Penn State is just so obviously flawed. Well, I mean, Michigan, they have a flaw. Right. <laughs> right. But, like, it, but it's a, but it's the flaw. Well, sure. I mean, yeah. like if goaltending is – if you don't have 920 goaltending, you don't have goaltending or whatever. Let's call it 914 now. Yeah. <laughs> What like I said, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Like name a number. If you don't have that, you don't have goaltending. They're not even close to whatever number you would come up with. Yeah, eight eighty eight is a team. It's terrible. It is. And so and so you go. Okay, well, you know, this isn't a problem that's getting fixed. No. Yeah, I mean the the only one. Of so their goalies... are, so is the que- the question is. Are they going to shoot their way out of it? I think they can because they've shown they can do it in the past. I think they can in the Big Ten and NCAA tournaments. I don't think they can do it over the balance. Well, the sure. Big, in the Big Ten regular season. Yeah, um, absolutely. Which just, I mean, it just irritates me because I, I want them to be the best team in the country because I want everyone to go, all right, we're going to do that now. Um, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the hockey's going that way. It is. Like, we're, we're getting to the point where... Uh, you know, a shot generated is more valuable to teams than a shot... Not you just. It's funny when you literally said that to me, right? No, I know. We well, like I'm you, not, I'm, I'm it not, sounded like you were setting me up for I'm, that. Yeah, I was. I'm just not. I'm just. It worked. So I was like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> Joey, I'm fucking a professional. Like, so, so yeah. It, it it's one of those things where teams would rather take a shot than not allow one. Mm-hmm. Then and, and and that I think is good for hockey as like an entertainment product. Yeah. Um. Where, you know, people, old people always say, oh, the days of the 5-4 game are dead is like, might be coming back. Yeah. Because it'll because look a little if, different because the goalies are still going to be really good. Right. But, <laughs> you know, the, the league average save percentage won't be 890. Right. It'll be 907. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be because teams are taking 36 shots a game yeah, now. and you know and what will happen? 20 years later, it'll go back the other way. Yeah, yeah. no, for mm-hmm. sure. Hockey definitely works in cycles where it's... Every sport does, man. Yeah. I mean, they all do. But, but like, you know, I don't I don't think... One, I think that once... Freeman, they work in result cycles. They don't work in process cycles. Like, the way that you achieve certain results changes. Oh, I don't, I don't know that yeah. that's true. I don't know that that's true. Because I don't like, mean hockey. I mean, I'm, I'm like, in, I mean, you look at other sports. The high scoring isn't always achieved the same way. You know what I mean? And, and, and low scoring doesn't always mean. Well, that. I, I, so, so th- this is a thing I, 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 I bring up a lot is the Steve Kerr quote about would the Warriors beat the '96 yeah. Bulls or whatever, and he's like, yeah, they would fucking destroy us. Right. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like. Tony Kukoc was a really good player in 1996. Yeah. Tony Kukoc would be in the fucking G League this yeah. in 2018. Mm-hmm. Like he's not like threes don't play the way Tony Kukoc played right. anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And so 
it's definitely a thing of, you know, and I say it all the time, like, 95% of NHL All-Stars before 1996 would fucking not, barely be in the league at yeah. this point. Like, and, and, you know, well, they don't have access to the equipment and right, the training. Right, 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 yeah, right, sure. Right. Yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. watch how, watch a fucking Wayne Gretzky highlight video. Yeah. It is bad everybody fucking embarrassing. Yeah. Like, and those were some of the best and, players and, in the world. Right, and and not and not even and not even like embarrassing like, oh you know every like goalies are falling on their asses or whatever. Watch how teams defend. Yeah. If you if you watch like, say the seventy two Summit series, right, where you can watch all eight games mm-hmm. and see the you know twenty five best players in the world or what or forty best players in the world yeah. or whatever, play each other. And it's like, this is fucking unwatchable. Nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, that's why the fucking Devils were so good. Because it was just like, just stay over there. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right? And, and like, but yeah, just pull up any clip of yeah. 80s hockey on YouTube. And don't don't even watch the goalies. Because obviously you can go, every goalie back then was fucking incompetent. And it's 100% true. Yes. Just watch, like, defensive systems break out shit like mm-hmm. that. Right. And you're like... None of these guys could play in the NHL today. Oh, not no. one of them. No. Not fucking one of them. No. Like Lemieux, okay, sure. Yeah. Like Team Mussolini, maybe Pavel Bure because he played so fucking fast or whatever. But yeah. that's also a thing of like, what's fast in 1990 compared to what's fast now? Like, is I would, think Hashik would still rule. Yeah. No, I I agree, mm-hmm. and and that's, I mean, it's different for goalies for the most part, but. And it's the thing I always say about, like, put Tom Wilson in a fucking time machine. Give him all the same equipment as Wayne Gretzky had. Mm. Tom Wilson's scoring 150 goals oh my God, in, yeah. in 1984. Yeah. Like, it's not even he's, – he's so much better than Wayne Gretzky. Like, there's no basis for comparison anymore. Like, he's 65% better than <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. I'm not joking. I know you're not. Like – I just like when you get impassioned. So when you like, rant about things that don't make me uncomfortable, it's yeah. <laughs> well, so th- I guess that's my point, though. Is like everybody, like you can get grumpy about the way Penn State or the Carolina Hurricanes play hockey, where they're just like, we're just going to take a shot every time we come over the blue yeah, line and, and see what happens. For the record, Michigan is playing that same way. Michigan is just a much better shot suppression team. Michigan is the second in the nation in shots. Right, you know but I mean? like. The, the gap perhaps, between yeah. them and Penn State, right? Like, perhaps I think we said it last week. It's fucking insane. It's 70. It's, it's, it's 70. It's two games of shots. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But they played the same number of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see how many different. Yeah, it's an extra uh, four shots on goal a game. So it's the difference between 30 and 34 shots or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, yeah, I, you know, it, I mean, if you, if you can suppress shots. Mm-hmm. By all means, do it yeah. if, if you can still take 35 or whatever. Right. But it's just going to get to a point, especially in the NHL, where there's just not enough differentiation between teams that you're going to be able to go, well, we can reliably do both of those things. Right. And teams are going to go, yeah, fuck it. Let's just – let's win 5-4 every night instead yes. of 3-2. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that I think that's good for hockey and, and – you know, it's it's the way the sport's going. Team, yes. team, especially as more teams come into college and the NHL, because that means teams are going to start ha- having to consider players who aren't 
as good at everything as the current NHLers are, right? More, more specialized. Well, like, yeah. like if you want to say they're one-dimensional or whatever, the days of one-dimensional guys being, well, he doesn't score at all, he but he's good at defending. Mm. You're never going to see those fucking guys again. They're never coming back into yeah. the league. Mm. College or pro. Right. You're going to see, well, his one dimension is uh, he creates offense. Yes. That's what it's going to be, and that's good. It is good. So... Again, like I, I to your point, I hope Penn State well, and I think just that, wins two national titles in a row, and everybody's like, "Fuck it, let's play that way forever." Right. Well, and I think part of why I like that so much is because like the, a lot of what makes these dudes really these dudes are the the mythical, you know, the one dimensional scorer guy. Like that's a skill. As far as I'm concerned, you can teach somebody how to kill a penalty. And and I and I know there are yeah. I know there are some people who are just naturally really good penalties killers. Like they see the game in a way that just allows them to kind of control what the guy in front of them is doing. Sure, um, those guys usually become coaches. Yes, um, <laughs> but um, if you can teach somebody how to do that, and then they just kind of score really well, then good. Then like I'd rather have that dude than the guy who has no upside whatsoever. Well, right, and and like it it becomes the thing about like toughness or or you know compete level or that yeah. kind of thing. Like guys who can both be good at offense and good on the four check or whatever mm-hmm. are always going to be more valuable than super skilled players who play on the perimeter. Always. Yes. Doesn't matter how fast the game gets because at some point you got to get into the front of the net. You got to get into the home plate area. You got to fucking. Because goalies are good. Right, and yeah. you gotta show, and you gotta move bodies around. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna do that, or else you turn into the KHL, where like it, it effectively becomes like you're playing on a big sheet, yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Which some college hockey teams do, I guess. Right, but like everybody, <laughs> like just you know, it's, it's so hard to get to the middle of the ice and generate offense there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that that's that's my take on this whole mm-hmm. thing. We're got we've gotten kind of far afield. Um, now the next one. Okay, my, mine is, mm-hmm. what's more likely, Joey, we'll start in the ECAC, Good. that uh, Quinnipiac has a PDO higher than 103 at the end of the year, or Cornell has one lower than 99. For the record, I want to say Quinnipiac's like 104 and a half, 105, and Cornell's like 97. Yeah. Um. So... <sighs> I don't know. This one's hard for me. I, that was why I asked it. I wanted yeah. to pick up one that was really hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's it's interesting because, like, so Cornell's been – they've been very injured to start the season. A lot of the dudes that they were counting on to score goals haven't been playing a lot. So I do think that they're going to score a bit more than they have. Um, and if, if, if Cornell is good, which I think we both think they are pretty decent, yep. they're – once they get into the teeth of an ECAC schedule, once they have the rhythm of a season, the Ivy League teams are weird. I think we're going to start to see them start winning a lot more, scoring a lot more. But, I, I mean, I watched Quinn and Piak play two games this weekend. Um, they were a little bit worse than UMass in both games. Yep. Um, they're still really good. Um, I think they had a hard time with UMass's speed. Um, but I don't think th- – their goaltending has just been awesome. And every time Shortridge plays, he's been great. Yep. Um that's going to stop. It doesn't mean he's not going to have a good year. He's just not going to be 966 for every game he plays. Right. They're so, 929 as a team right now. Yeah. So um, I do think that it is more likely that oh, – wait, you want to know if it's more likely if Quinnipiac is above 103 and Cornell is below 97? Mm-hmm. Then no, 99. 99, sorry. Um, then I think it's that one. I think it's Cornell. Just because I could see a world where they don't score a lot all year. 
Yeah. Um, I do think they will start scoring more, but even them scoring more is still not a lot. Well, so scoring's yeah. not the problem for them, though. Uh, that, uh, that's uh, that's my point. Uh, like Goliath. What? Is it Goliath? Yeah, they have an 882 team save percentage. Yeah. They're fucking terrible and, at and, goaltending. Yeah. And, and like th- that will improve to an extent. Right, um, but like to what extent, right? right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, uh, Goliath's not as good as he – as n- nobody thought – Nobody with a brain thought Goliath was as good as the numbers indicated oh, last yeah. year. I mean, it was like, like 950 yeah, or whatever, last year 940. Was Cornell telling every team exactly how every game was going to be played? Yeah, and, and this year, you know, they're shooting 9.1 as a team. That's good. Um, they're, they're taking 30-ish shots a night. That's For them, that's really fucking good. Jesus Christ. Well, <laughs> so the problem is, A... That they're only shooting 9.1%, which is probably around the national average, maybe a little low. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they just – they can't get a save. Even their backup, who's gotten into four games, mm-hmm. uh, has a nine nine oh four save percentage. Leading like, the team. Yeah, well, I mean, there's two <laughs> guys, so yeah. But 904 leading your team sucks, right? Mm-hmm. And and so it just becomes a thing of like – and I should mention, by the way, that 882 includes empty netters, and it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. That's that's a little quirk that I can't stand about CHN's website. But, mm-hmm. um, you know. I do really like Quinnipiac, though. Like, having watched them a lot this weekend, they're, they're, they're Yeah, no, of, co- of course they're good. Yeah. But they were, they're, but so, yeah. I mean, the reason their PDO is so high is both nine, 929 is high for a team, but like, I think it can be sustainable mm-hmm. to, to, like, if you have good goaltending and, you know, I don't have a ton of reason to believe that they don't have sust- like just talent in, in net, but. Petrozelli was awesome on Saturday. Yeah, no, he's a good goalie. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, and. Can they shoot 12.4 as a team? Probably It'll not. Down, It'll come though. down. It'll be but, higher. like, yeah. I don't know how by how much at this point. And yeah. also, it's worth noting that they're coming off two years of, like, shooting 6% yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so, like, you know, it, that's not how math works. Yeah. That, that it would just be like, well, actually, we are gonna we have to be 12 all year. But, like, there are a few <laughs> enough games and they've shot so high that can it be 10 all year? Yeah. Yeah, you oh, know, of like, and I mean, and they they have more skill than they did in the years prior. Sure, um, but so so it's yeah, that's just kind of where I'm at with them. Like, I, I I also think the answer is Quinnipiac, but like, if if Goleta just becomes a national average goalie in the second half, everybody would be like, oh yeah, I mean, I guess so, man. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, if if, if he's nine fifteen for the rest of the year, Cornell does that all the time with goalies. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? and they're, and so they're, yeah, I, I, we're, we're in agreement on that one too, but it, they do present two very different styles. Cause I don't like, they do because Schaefer is just, he knows what works and like in the ECAC, it's going to work. Cause you're never going to have, I mean, you might, you might one day have like a Brown and Dartmouth teams that are just like, fuck it. We're just going to take 70 shots a game and see what happens. Yeah. Um, or attempt 70 shots a game and see what happens. Um, but they're not there yet. You know what I mean? Um, so they can do this for now, um, and they've beaten they've beaten everybody. I mean, they yep. were they were the best team in the ECAC last year. I don't they were they were. Um, their game is so not flexible, <laughs> but you know it is what it is. I guess. 
Um, so the next one I wanted to talk about, which I think is a really fun one. Um, is it more likely that we get five NCHC teams in the NCAA tournament or two WCHA teams in the NCAA tournament? This is a hard one. It is. Let me pull up the standings here because i got to get a good idea. Because there are three pretty good teams. There's one really good team in the WCHA and then two teams in Tech and Bowling Green. No, right. Yeah. You don't have – yeah. I know the WCHA mm-hmm. pro argument. i gotta, yeah. I got to see – I, I have to go with the WCHA. Yeah. I have to. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, you got Western, St. Cloud, Minnesota State. What's going to make it funny is when Tech wins the tournament and they get three teams in. Right. <laughs> no, so I'm assuming one of the two top teams. But, like, yeah, I mean, just the odds of somebody besides Minnesota State wins the conference tournament. Very that high. alone. Yeah. That alone mm-hmm. is, you know, I, I don't think, it you know, like – if it's them, if it's Mankato versus the field, I guess I'd take the field just because it's hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not a best of three the whole way through. Right. Yeah. Um, whereas, boy, I, I look at those top three teams in the NCHC and I go, oh, they're really good. And then I look at the rest of them and I go, Ugh, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, how good is Denver, right? Like, they went undefeated in, in non-conference plays so far, but, like, you know, if they're 500 the whole season in the NCHC, is that going to be good enough to get them in? Yeah. I don't know because, mm-hmm. you know, there'll be four or five games over 500. Yeah, and and for me, the question is more about Western and North Dakota, obviously. Um, I think North Dakota will pro- – I mean, they'll probably be in between the, the 15 and 18 range at the end of the year. I think. You really think so? I mean, why wouldn't they be? I, because they're below 500 in the conference. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. – I I think that you know I don't think Miami's no nine six and three like they're better than Miami but are if they're the fifth best team in that conference that probably means they go five hundred or worse in it yep and at that point it's like well shit dude I don't know what to tell you you know yeah. what I mean like mm-hmm. I don't know I mean they they didn't did North Dakota have any any good results out of conference I guess they kick the shit out of non-conference opponents they were four and all they're four and all those far they have two six more. two and one. Oh, i'm looking at the wrong thing yeah um yeah yeah they, they split with uh minnesota state they swept Wisconsin. yeah 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 I mean. and those and those are like healthy opponents for them or whatever yeah i don't know i i but i think just mathematically i would have to go with the wcha um i you know I, nchc four teams in absolutely wouldn't be a surprise mm-hmm. five's a bit of a coin flip mm-hmm um, so if we were to change it and go four and three, NCHC four, WCHC. Oh, not even, not NCHC, even. It's yeah. not even a mm-hmm. question yeah. for four for the NCHC mm-hmm. because three three I think is impossible. It would require. It would I think I think it's obviously it's not impossible, but right. it's borderline impossible. Well, yeah, because it would require Minnesota State and Bowling Green, who I think it's fair to say are the two best teams in that. Yeah, league. of course. With the Michigan to, Tech team, who's perfectly good, right. for a WCHA team, correct. Um, they would have to win the tournament. The other two have to get, in. and I think I think it's pretty reasonable to say that Bowling Green will be a, will they'll be in the bubble. 
area. They're, yeah, they'd be in the yeah. bubble. I, I, I would for sure put them in. They're a little higher right now. I think they're 12 or something like that. They're 12, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that'll um, that'll even out. Yeah, but, like, I don't know that it will because, like, they've... They're going to keep winning. Yeah, they're, they're, I, I mean, guess that's true. Well, because they're just pretty good. Yeah. You know, they no, are, they definitely yeah, are. They are one of the top seven teams in the con- 17 teams in the country, and they're probably a little bit higher than that. Um, because there are still, like, is Arizona State one of the top 10 teams in the country? No. <laughs> you know um, what, Joey? Yes. Yes, they are. Um, like, I do like that team more than I thought I would. They have any, they're way better than they have any right to be. Yeah. But they're, they're in, hell, if they make the tournament, then Joey Decord's the national player of the year. Um, so your next one, my man. My next one is, scroll, scroll, scroll. Uh, what's more likely, BC finishes in the top two in the hockey East regular season, mm-hmm. or UConn finishes uh, 11th? That's that's a fun one. Yeah, I'm really good at these. Wait, 11th or 9th? It's top eight. Oh, top eight, get it? Yeah. Oh, then then they then yeah they just missed the playoffs. I yeah. I mm-hmm. that's what I had I a brain fart. Oh fuck. So UConn is currently. There's no fucking way BC does this again, is there? They're six to one and two in I the know. conference right now. They they have as many points as UMass, albeit in two fewer or two more games played. Mm-hmm. Um. But is UMass better than BC? They are, right? Yeah, of course yeah. they are. Mm-hmm. Of course they are. I, I'm just, I'm sorry. I've, I've watched their last three games and they looked awesome, and I, I don't believe it. <laughs> no, I, I, I still don't believe it. Yeah, I mean, but again, they have 14 wins and it's not Christmas. So, and and I just, I went through it in the other day, and if you just go by who played better in the games, rather than 14 and two, they should probably be 11 and five. Yeah, and like if they yeah. were eleven and five, I'd be like, "Oh, that's a surprising that's start." Good. Yeah, but but mm-hmm. now now if you say anything other than this is one of the best teams in the country, people throw rocks at you. Like if only I actually threw rocks at you. You got a fucking rag arm, and everybody knows it, dude. Very accurate, no power. That's what I'm saying. Fucking <laughs> rag arm, dude. I remember one time when I like I used to uh, have a, a delivery job. Um, like just, uh, I worked for a t-shirt company and I had to mm-hmm. like drive the big boxes full of t-shirts all over New England Yeah, and, uh, no tape deck in the car. So I couldn't plug my little CD tape <laughs> thing in. Yeah. So I just listened to a lot of, uh, sports talk radio. Ugh. Yeah. Brutal. Never do that. No, no, no. This is, and this is like <laughs> 2000. Three maybe so the Red Sox are good but well, not well that was during the, that was the Cold War that was the Red Sox Yankees like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it was brutal every yeah. single day <laughs> um but I just remembered some guy calls in and he's like they gotta trade Johnny Damon and they're like uh Johnny Damon's pretty good like is <laughs> look at his OBP or whatever and he was like and he goes Glenn he's a he's a rag on <laughs> he was in fact a rag no of course he was but like th- <laughs> that being the reason to trade Johnny Damon is good. That yeah, and hard. like, um, oh, I can't, I can't. He used some euphemism about like, you know, I've seen so and so throw something better than he throws a baseball. <laughs> I don't remember now, but I was just like, this guy hates Johnny Damon's arm. Yes, um, and I'll never forget that man as long as I live. He's a <laughs> rag. Arm. Anyway, uh, um, so I. I want to almost refuse to answer the question. No, you I, have to. But That's I don't, the whole fucking point. I don't want to live in a world where BC wins the league again. And doesn't no, no, no. I said top know, two. I know, but if they if they finish top two, that means they could finish first. Um, I th- I think it's the second one. Um, I 
I U- should have picked a more interesting team, I guess. Well, no, but UConn is a fascinating team because six weeks ago we were looking at them and we were like, are they any? Are, are they all right? Yeah, and now they're two nine and one yeah, in the conference. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, when when did that happen? Like, it. I don't know. They've just played so many fucking games. Like, yeah, they've played a ton of games. <laughs> um, they've played the most games out of anybody in hockey East except Merrimack, another really bad team. Yeah, and they've and they they've played two more in the conference. Their their last what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Their last they're two nine and zero oh, in their last eleven games. Oof. Uh, now, so I have and I the, I've only seen them once this year. Hmm. Uh, and it was against a Lowell team that I don't think is particularly good, but oof, they looked brutal. Yeah, like, and no, granted, this was always going to be like a rebuilding year for them, and that's fine. But two, this isn't what I was expecting. Um, I thought because of their goaltending that they could be a little bit, but just I thought just thought they'd win a few more games than they have. Yeah, and you know they probably haven't gotten the results that they've deserved in a lot of instances, but they've been giving up a lot of freaking goals. Um. And they are just – so, yeah, I I think there's a very real chance that UConn doesn't make the hockey's playoffs. And after, like, them having, a, like, a really solidly good people year thought last they were, year. People thought they were going to be fine. And I, like, and I don't think that this necessarily means that – like, like I don't think this means anything for their program because I do think – like, they lost a lot from yeah. from last year's team. Um, them rebuilding is fine. Every team goes through that. And if, if hockey's didn't make the decision to – have the good playoff format if they still had the bad playoff format, yeah. then this wouldn't even matter because they'd be in the playoffs anyway. And who knows? They might bullshit their way to a like a series when they lose in the quarterfinals. Yeah, everybody's happy. Um, there, it's not like a, a lot of the kids who are committed. Which again, they they're 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 recruiting really well. So none of those kids are going to make way out of bad year. I'm out. The thing that the thing that makes it dangerous is their stadium, their arena situation, mixed with the general stagnation of their program off the ice. In a bad year, like does does that get Kavanaugh seriously looking elsewhere? Um, uh, if he's not doing it, he's a fool. Yes, I um, agree with you, and he he's not. Like I said, we he he was the one trying to have talks with other programs last year. Mm-hmm. That is a thing that I know, and this is this is scary for them. Um, because if they lose Kavanaugh, they're in trouble. Yeah, I agree. Because. I've, everything that I've heard from everyone is that Joe Pereira is a great young assistant coach. He's not ready to be a head coach yet. I don't know much about Joe Pereira beyond the fact that he's a really high-energy person to the point where, like, interviewing him sometimes made you uncomfortable because of how excited he was to talk about everything. Yeah. Um, And I can see why, you know, a 16-year-old would respond to that kind of enthusiasm on the recruiting trail, but I don't know if he can coach a freaking hockey team all by himself. Um. So this is a this is a dangerous situation for UConn, and I think there's a very real possibility that they miss the playoffs. I just the, the BC isn't better than BC is not going to have more points than UMass, Northeastern, and Providence. Um, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. You say that mm-hmm. the reason I said this, Joey. Mm-hmm. Here's their hockey schedule the rest of the way. Yeah. Providence, t- you're not going to do much with that. So they have to play five against Providence and Northeastern. Mm-hmm. Probably losses. They might win a game or two out of yeah. them, right? But I mean, the way that they've been, they'll sweep all of them. And well, piss but me no, off. no, no. They always lose to good teams. But here's here's the here's the real trick. Yeah. At UNH, Maine, Lowell three times, which I could see that going either way. Yeah. Uh, UConn, UMass twice. They do have a lot of road games. 
Oh, I guess a lot of them are on the road. Yeah. I, I just took I just took the fact that they were playing Maine three times, UConn, UNH. I was like, they, have to they go... might bank a bunch of points. But, yeah, yeah but... They, you're right. That I, I, what, I wasn't looking at who yeah. was hosting a lot of these games. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, going to R&O is going to suck. Uh, playing Lowell, home, they have a home and home with Lowell, and then they have the other the Beanpot other game against Lowell. They actually have two, at, two road games in Lowell, mm-hmm. um, which that's no fun for them. Um, but yeah, here's so, a, here's a stupid one. Fuck, is it, what is it more likely that BC wins a non-conference game or just, or, or, that's not even more. Likely. Is BC going to win one of these next three non-conference games? That they have? Okay. Who are they against? Hold At on. Notre Dame, which I'm pretty sure is an outdoor. No, it's not an outdoor game. Um, and then, uh, two, Arizona state, yeah. uh, they'll beat Arizona state one time. So we will, our long national nightmare will finally be, well, over. It would be funny. Okay, here's what I want to happen. Beat Notre Dame and get swept by Arizona State? I mean, that would be funny also. (laughs) But I was going to say, like, I'm just counting that Notre Dame game as a fucking sure loss. Yes. But the Arizona State game, you lose the first one so that you've now lost to not only teams. They've already lost. No, no, they beat Arizona State on this. Yeah. Their last non-conference one was against Arizona State. Okay. Yeah. A million years ago. Right. So that's what I'm saying. If you lose to Arizona State now, you've now not only lost to a team in every conference in a non-conference game, but also a team that doesn't have a conference. And then you can beat them after that. That's fine with me. But I, I just want that streak to reach all all seven possible conferences. <laughs> have they lost to a CIS team? <laughs> Ooh, have they? I doubt it. Let's find out. They don't. Do they? I mean, for some reason, I'm thinking they don't usually. No, they do. They the, played them at uh, Warrior last year. They they won. Yeah. They wailed on a non New Brunswick eight to one this year. Yeah, so. the last three seasons yeah. they've won their non conference game. I wonder how far back you would have to go. <laughs> uh, 2015, they lost to New Brunswick five two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, you're up. So the last one, um, and this is it's a what's more likely, but it's more of a we need to start talking about these two teams head to head because. They're the two best teams. It's in the, the well, right. I mean, it's yeah. the only thing you can. Um, straight up, who's going to win the NCHE regular season? The best team in the country or the second best team? <laughs> who's the best team in the country and who's the second best team in the country is what I'm asking. I got to go with St. Cloud. Yeah. Right now, it certainly fucking looks that way, doesn't it? Yep. Not And not only because they have no losses in the conference. <laughs> a good conference. Yeah. A really good conference. Yeah. Um, they're 6 0 2 right now. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, but also because like they just have a better offense. That's that's really what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Is you know they played sixteen games. They scored sixty six goals and only given up twenty nine. Minnesota Duluth, they're great. They're plus twenty in goal difference, yeah. but that ain't plus twenty seven. You know, like yeah, that's really yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they've lost three games in the league already. Yeah, that's you know, I mean, that's it's nine games. Like they're. It happens. You're, it means they're, they're not playing terrible teams. You no. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but they have been just a bit susceptible and not terribly unlike Providence where their offense is so based on, like, a process. It's not necessarily based on individual talent. Um, that sometimes the goals just don't come. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair. Hunter Shepard's been really good lately, um, which is very important for them. Um, but their scoring, it's it has not been bad. They're averaging, they're averaging three-point whatever goals a game. But it hasn't quite been as explosive as, as St. Cloud State's is. The thing for me, I do think by the end of this, I do think we're going to see that 
Duluth is a better team than St. Cloud State is. Um, but a lot of that is just based on, you know, me loving players on that team. Yeah, and, and, and like, Saint past Cloud. history. and mm-hmm. just, But, like... St. Cloud likes to fuck up. Let's be real. Right, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And, and the and again, the, the other thing is that, like, it, they're banked wins already, right? Like, to be to be 6-0-2 is a lot better to be 4-3-1. and Yeah. And and it's really that simple. Um I, I don't I really don't have any other like way to to splice that for you like you know in much the same way obviously at the end of the year both both of us are going to be like oh Providence is better than UMass. Mm-hmm. Well UMass is 7 and 0 and Providence is 6 2 and 1. So Right, like that—that's going to be the difference in in who wins in the league. Yeah. Who wins the league? Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's just kind of where I'm at with it. Like I can't, you know, I yeah, I think, I, I don't. I think St. Cloud just because of the, the lead that they have right it's now. The, it's the cushion. Yeah, yeah that's they, it. They have an eight point lead. They're going to win um, the league. I like I said. I think by the end of the year that Duluth is a little bit better than them. Um, and ultimately, it's gonna. I mean, I hope we get the the situation a couple of years ago, and we 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 got it in the national championship game when Denver when Denver beat Duluth. We didn't get it in the NCHE regular season either NCHE tournament because Denver lost um, to North Dakota. Um, yeah, they were afraid. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get it, but we ended up. I, I hope if, if these are heads and shoulders, head and shoulders, the best, the two best teams in the country, come. I don't know about head and shoulders, but sure. They are clearly the two best teams in the country. Head, not shoulders. Um, I want. I, I just hope we get them in the NCHE championship game, and then I hope we get them a couple weeks later in the national championship game. As much as, you know, I would like to see an Eastern team finally fucking win a national championship. Um, yeah. It'd be cool if, if we just see the two of them have two just, like, classic games uh, to decide trophies. Um, in the second half of the season, because they just seem like really good teams. I hope Bob Motzko texts Brett Larson constantly, and just like you're, you're welcome, asshole. You're welcome. Yeah. You're fucking welcome. Because Bob Motzko inherited a bunch of nine year olds who don't like each other, and Brett Larson inherited a bunch of grown men who want to beat the hell out of whoever is in front of them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you got you. You got to respect it. You got to respect it. Uh, last one. Last. One. Everyone's favorite league. Um, bu- 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 yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of the same question you just asked. Well, it's a little different. Who? What's more likely, AIC winning the Atlantic Hockey Tournament or Army winning the regular season? Break it down for me because I'm guessing you dug into the, the underlings a bit more. Well, than you guessed very wrong about that. Um, <laughs> Army, Army is... As you said earlier, a game and a half back of Air Force mm-hmm. uh, in in the conference right now. Um, I also think they happen to be a little bit better as a team, probably. Uh, Air Force has a negative goal differential, and <laughs> Army's d- doesn't. Yes. Um, where and you know AIC is probably about the same as Army, just like, but. Niagara and AIC are the two best teams in that conference. Okay, so here here's what I'm here's what I'm saying mm-hmm. is I can't believe I just said that. No, you but you're right. Like I know it's it's it's, it's good. It's sure. fucking good. Because well, Niagara, I mean, I guess who who ultimately cares? Well, but, maybe because now we because we talked about it with Lang last week. Lammers and Lang. I mean, these are 
these are guys who are going to be coaching hockey East in the yeah, AIC in the next fair few enough. Years. Anyway, point is, Joey, mm-hmm. uh, AIC, like you said, one of the best teams in the conference. Mm-hmm. One of the two. But Army is probably right there with them. Mm-hmm. And so the the question is, does Army make up the game and a half and get ahead of the two teams who have the same number of points in two fewer games played, yep. as well as Air Force, who is up three points right now? Mm-hmm. And Or does AIC actually pull this thing off and, and get into the NCAA tournament? I think AIC is going to make the NCAA tournament. Wow. Certainly, I mean, out of those two, I just... Yeah. They're, I mean, they're... And again, we're we're going to... They are Atlantic hockey good, which is a That's thing. exactly right, yeah. Like, like we're, we're kind of damning them with faint phrase a little bit here, but... Well, I mean, again... It's true. It's true, though. Yeah. Like, you can... I know we're supposed to act like everybody's good, or yeah. like, good re- like good relative to what? They're good relative to... I mean, hey, what they fucking used to be. Jesus. Well, but also just like Atlantic hockey broadly, which the best Atlantic hockey team in any given season would be at best a mm-hmm. mid-table team in the ECAC. And I th- I think the exception of that was the Air Force team two years ago. I'm I'm very comfortable saying that. Yeah, but like, but, but again, I mean, again I, the exception that proves the rule because we watched them and we were blown away yep. by how much better they usually are. Than Atlantic hockey team. I think a couple RIT teams that the, I think the RIT team that went to the Frozen Four was probably a little bit better too. Because there were, I mean, there were, there were, there <laughs> very good coach, as it were. Yeah. Um, speaking of, somebody asked me the other day who like the coaching thing. He was like, who are five assistants that you think will get hired? And he was like, what about Ben Barr? And I was like, nope. Ben Barr hates puppies. Don't fucking touch him. He's very happy where he is. Nobody should hire him. No, he's getting hired. He has to, right? He has to. Like, at but some I mean, point... there's a bunch of guys we've said that about, and they haven't gotten hired. So yeah, you and know. I wonder if he just doesn't want to. Like, I know he interviewed for the RPI job because he's an alum. Yeah, but like, he's a really good recruiter. I wonder if he just wants to do that, which he should continue to just want to do that only. Um, but I, I really like the CIC team again by, you know, within the context of they play in Atlanta hockey. Um, and they're good at playing in Atlantic hockey, which wasn't true um, for a long time. And they haven't even started playing well in goal yet. Right. Like, and the the Durante kid was pretty good in goal last year. Um, he was in their number one for the most part, and he was a 9-11 goalie. Like, that will improve. Um, pardon, the 868 that he's putting up right now seems a little low. Seems low for <laughs> anybody who's ever played right. hockey um, at a high level. So I would assume that this kid's about to get better, and I mean, Eric Lang has them playing precisely the way that they want to. I would like to see a team that is an Air Force in the NCAA tournament. Yep. Nothing against them, but like, I want to see I want to see if AIC can... <laughs> it's going to be great when St. Cloud loses to AIC. It's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> it would kick so much ass, dude. <laughs> AIC is a shot away from the Frozen Four. Like, think about how good that would be. Mm, I, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, I mean, you know, super funny, obviously, and mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I guess that's it. I don't have any further thoughts on this on this particular topic. No, but again, good job, um, Brian Riley, I guess, for continuing to make Army just a pain in the ass to play against. Yeah, it seems to be the big. I can't thing. be the only one. Wow. That's right. Good joke. <laughs> so why the hell are you going to BU Dartmouth on Friday? I haven't been to a hockey game in two weeks. Are you like shaking a little bit about this? I just feel like, <laughs> like it feel like it's only been two weeks. It mm-hmm. feels like it's been 
three months. You know what I mean? Like, it feels insane that I, I haven't been you. to a college hockey game in yeah. two weeks. And there's not, I mean, yeah, you do like hockey. That's completely fine. Um, oh, thanks. Thanks for signing off. You know, it's very, it's very important that I do. Um, I just feel like sometimes you're like, I have a brain disease. And it's like, no, you, you just like hockey. That's no, funny. I definitely yeah. have a brain disease. Fine, but it's not that one. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, we'll see, I guess. But anyway, um, you going anything this weekend? You're not going to go that game, No, right? I get a, like, I'm on a roundup duty, which is good because there were only six games on Friday and Saturday. And then Saturday Ooh, very five. easy. Very so easy. It would be a nice quick little bit of money for, for me. Um, next week we're probably going to, like I said, we're going to kind of wrap up the first half a little bit with some um, – we'll talk about the Hobie a little bit probably. I want to do just uh, all, next week all Hobie stuff. All Hobie yeah. stuff. I, I don't feel like it has to be necessarily the longest episode we've ever done or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's going to be. It's the Hobie. We love yelling about the Hobie. No, but like I, I think there are like four guys where you're like, oh, yeah, that's the guy. I haven't even thought about it yet so far. Do you want to you tell me who those four guys are? Tufto. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barrett, obviously. Yeah. Um, 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 who's that defenseman from Hewitt? Cam LeCar. And uh, wait, wait not, I, I know who the goalie is, and I can't think of it. Hold on a second. Um, fuck. Oh, uh, Cal Morris again? No, no, he's not even. I mean, like he's having a nice year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan Larkin. Oh, is yeah. At Miami is the only reason they're any good. Yeah, and he's nine thirty six. And and like so, I'm looking at it right now. He's tied with Lekis. Yeah. Who is also nine thirty six, and yet he's five eight and one. Imagine being. 936 and the team in front of you sucks so bad. Yeah, I'm beginning to think and like we've talked about Stefanos Legos a lot. Um stick that kid on like Providence. Is he better than Hayden Hockey? I mean the numbers kind of suggest that he pro- that he might be, yeah. right? Like is it at least worth a look, but we can we can talk about goaltending and all that kind of shit next week. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what, Joey? Let's do Hobie and Mike Richter because now that there is a Mike Richter award, a goalie will never again win the Hobie Baker. We both but, wrote that last year. Yeah, and and, mm-hmm. and so let's do both of those things and call that what the episode is. Cool. And if it's 36 minutes, who gives a shit? Not me. I don't know. I feel like... Again, I have a feeling you and I can really lean into that one. I um, again, I really don't. I think there are like four four skaters who are any mm-hmm. who are even worth considering at this yeah, point, and then they'll come up with five other guys. I think it's a few four other guys. guys, if only because if you say Kale McCarr, then I think you do have to give a couple. Quinn other Hughes, maybe. I was thinking Chase Prisky. Chase Prisky, yeah. yeah, he's scoring goals. Any, I mean, and he. No, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, no, he well, anyway, this is all for next week. This is a, bye.